Dirty mystery. Frank, the kid is dirty! The kid is dirty! Oh my... Welcome to Dirty Mysteries, the podcast where we discover and go into the weird and wacky crap in this world. Um, I am your host, Ben, with your other host, Andy. That was such a long pause. (laughs) We'll we'll edit that in post. We don't have to worry about that. Uh, Okay. I'm going to seem very suave in conversation (laughs) in post, but like like second pauses. Straight up, we're just gonna keep this in. This is this is the podcast right here. No. <laughs> well, hello. If you don't know, this is our first podcast, um, first ever episode. So yes. if we seem a little unprofessional, that's why we're unprofessional. Are we trying to be? But are we trying to be professional? I don't really think we're trying to be that professional. Um, no welcome to Dirty Mysteries, everybody. It's your boy. Yeah, that's Andy. Hi. Say hello, Andy. <laughs> All right, there you go. Um, this is a podcast about the weird and wacky, as I said. Uh, it's about everything, you know, going from cryptids all the way up to government conspiracies and everything in between. Um, a little bit of background on me and Andy. We are old high school buddies. Um, one of us lives over on the eastern side of the United States, and the other lives on the western side of the United States. So we get kind of the wide, broad range of all of the U.S. weird mysteries. But we're also going to try to go out of that a little bit, too. Andy, would you like to mm-hmm. introduce yourself? I'm Andy. I'm, uh... Do I dox myself? I'm... I don't think you dox yourself. Okay. That, that seems like a bad idea. All right. I'm you not, can say what state you live in. I, I live in California. I'm in my 20s. <laughs> my social security number yeah, is. No, we're, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, what else, what else would you want to know? We're getting down and dirty. It's dirty mysteries. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, what's your fascination? Like, why do you want to get into this type of, like, podcasting? Like, what do you like about the weird stuff, like conspiracy theories, all that stuff? Well, I think what I really want is like a conspiracy that I can actually believe in. Like, I feel like I hear about all these, all this crazy shit. I don't know. It's just very, it's just ridiculous a lot of the time. But I, what I want to do is sort of dig into these these mysteries and try to find something that I can actually believe in. So that's a, that's the main goal for me, at least. Plus, I, I, it seems fun talking about stuff that's that's just ridiculous too so i'm in it for the journey it's a cool thing to like explore so i guess i'll introduce myself now um my name is ben uh i live in michigan so i live in one of the forgotten states that you never hear about up in the north do people love Uh, michigan people michigan is beautiful and it's weird we're going to learn about that in the next few episodes. <laughs> like, there's some weird stuff that goes on in this state. Most of the northern states have weird stuff. But, like, there's also some stuff on the eastern side that's just weird. But there's also stuff on the west side, like the Chupacabra. Um, that's true. I'm 20 as well. Just kind of living my life right now. Um, The reason why I wanted to start this podcast was me and Andy had talked about this a long time ago. Andy used to live in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then he moved to California and we had talked about starting a podcast all the way back when we used to work concrete together and we never knew what we wanted to do uh, until I started listening to some podcasts. Uh, Shout out to the Chaluminati podcast. They're amazing. They're also kind of our rivals, I guess, (laughs) in a weird way, but we're not at all that size yet so that it wouldn't make any sense. We will be. We will be. We'll beat them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But it's podcasts like that. Like they're about the weird and mysterious that I started listening to. And I was getting really interested in this. Like, I mean, there's stuff like the Bigfoot, like is one of the most famous ones, like Nessie, all these like weird cryptids, but then there's all these weird, like government conspiracies, like 
ufos and stuff like that they're just all like super weird like there there's a mystery about like these pipes that are inside of like some of the chinese mountains they're like ancient and they don't know how they became because no one knew how to do this stuff but they're just there and i just think like stuff like that is really cool and then there's also government stuff like mk ultra and stuff like that where you're like you know literally the united states used to have like we're trying to create these like like mind control which is crazy to think about but like it's mm-hmm. it's just cool like sometimes the real world stuff that we hear about and like stuff that like people tell stories about are just like really cool to talk about and so that's kind of why i thought about this podcast and we created this podcast out of our both our fascinations about this so apologies if you feel like our audio quality is a little sore um andy has a full like production level like setup over at his (laughs) place and i just have a microphone (laughs) honestly he just has a microphone and i'm recording off of like a corsair headset so (laughs) it's not like apologies if there's some weirdness and wackiness with the audio we're hoping that maybe like in the future if we do get supporters of this podcast we maybe can invest in some better audio quality speaking of support if you would like to go and support Sorry for shilling. In the first episode, we're already Dude, shilling. I got, we got a shill this. Um, if you want to come and support us, come and support us at patreon.com slash dirtymysteries. Right now, we don't have any real bonuses currently, but we're hoping to, in the future, maybe start up some uh, live streams, uh, like radio show-like live streams with call-ins for any Patreon subscribers and stuff like that. Um, so I guess our first ever episode is my episode. Um, the structure of this podcast will basically be, I'll do an episode one week and then Andy will do another episode another week. We'll try to, you know, go back and forth with that. Mm-hmm. Um, my first ever episode is the Michigan dog man. Uh, this is a cryptid from our great home state of Michigan. Uh, Andy, have you ever heard of the Michigan dog man? Not only have I heard of the Michigan dog man, but my family has had experiences with the Michigan dog. That, that is, I can say I have never had an experience with the Michigan dog, man. <laughs> I have heard about him many a times, but that is insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was just like, allegedly. Plus it, there's like a whole timeline with like when the dog man will show up. And it, it's apparently yeah. off of when we saw him, it was apparently off of the timeline. So I don't know how legitimate our, you know, our viewing what? can actually be taken, but. We will talk about that, actually, because you're not the only person who has had that happen before. So I guess I guess we'll start off. Um, so the Michigan Dog Man was this creature that people allegedly first witnessed in 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan. Um, based on the description of the creature, he was a seven foot tall, blue eyed or amber eyed. They saw both of a bipedal canine-like animal with a torso of a man and a fearsome howl that sounded like a human scream. So basically a werewolf Okay. that it's just a werewolf. The first ever time people actually started talking about it was in 1987 when a radio station called WTCM in Traverse City, Michigan played a staff produced song called the legend, which was about the creature called the dog man um as part of a april fool's stunt and it was set against a backdrop of haunting music and the sound recounts centuries of michigan encounters with a horrifying dog-like creature that walks upright like a human being in 57 a man of the cloth found claw marks on an old church door The newspaper said they'd been made by a dog. He'd had to stood seven foot four. Now, the wacky thing is, though, is they thought they were like, oh, you know, we'll just we'll do this and it's going to be funny. Oh, yeah. People people are going to be like, get a little laugh out. So the weird thing about this, though, is that like, you know, they they thought they're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Um, literally the next day or like even in the next few hours 
they got a crap ton of calls. Like all of these do- these calls saying that there was sightings of this dog man everywhere. And sure. so then after that, people started this new legend that the creature reappears every 10 years during any year that ends on a seven. Because 1987 was the first time they had a bunch of sightings, right? <laughs> okay. And then the other time that it was allegedly first ever witnessed was 1887. So you see what you're mm. see where we're going here? Okay. Every 10 years, a seven. I'm seeing it. <laughs> you're seeing it? All right. But what? Um, Is there a reason why? Does anybody know why? Or are they just, uh, they just observe it? It's never stated. Like, it's never stated why it comes every 10 years on the number seven. It's just like, it's just there. It just exists. Mm. However, I will say there is like smaller amounts of witnesses that do happen in between that 10 year period. So it's not like they can't happen in between that. It does happen sometimes. It's just that a lot more witnesses happen. At the 10 year. Um, at the 10 year. Okay. Yeah. So going on from that, um, there's a bit of a weirdness with this song, though, because it is an April Fool's joke. So they do believe that, you know, it was probably not real and that the uh, the belief that 1887 in Wexford, Michigan County was when they first ever. People don't know if that's really true because they later found out that a lot of those legends were cited um, from matches were just basically made up and they used a lot of matches from like other cryptids mm-hmm. um, such as Bigfoot and Chupacabra and the Jersey devil. Okay. Like those other creatures. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's basic intro. Um, some of the physical abilities of the Michigan dog man is that he's extremely fast. Like he will like bolt across the road and you'll be like, you won't even, it's usually faster than even deer. Um, that's pretty fast, which I, <laughs> yeah, well, and like, you know, the reason I say deer is cause that's the most like common creature you will see run across the road in Michigan. Yeah. So he, he's extremely fast. And then he's also known to be very sneaky and very quiet. Like there's a lot of them that are just talking about like how he's like, he just appears and no one knows where he appears from. So that's basically that's our basic intro into this creature so what do you think about this creature before we get on to the encounters andy just up front like you had said earlier it just feels like a copy of um a bunch of other different types of cryptids that already exist um but it's since it's regional like michigan people want their own cryptid so they just stick with the dog man that's what that's how it comes off okay um, up well, front would you think that this was a real creature at all? Um, to be honest, um, up front, no, I don't, I don't think that the dog man is real unless you can convince me. If you can convince me otherwise, let's hope some of these encounters can like convince you into this, okay. this belief that it's real. Okay. So we're going to start off with our first ever encounter. So this encounter happened back in 1938. <laughs> A 17-year-old named Robert Fortney claimed that while he was standing near the Muskegon River in Paris, Michigan, he was confronted by a massive black dog. Fortney didn't report his encounter until 49 years later, but he swore the beast reared up on its hind legs and stared him down with piercing blue eyes. It terrified him. He fired at the creature, and then it quickly fled. Fortney remained chilled by the event for years to come. However, later he stated that it may be that I was just scared, but I swear the dog was smiling at me. What year was this? This was 1938. So this would have been a year after. In Paris? In Paris, Michigan? In Paris, Michigan. On the Muskegon River. This just sounds like the first time this guy ever encountered a black man. And he's just like turned it into wow. some sort of evil. I, I don't know, it's, like the the dark creature with big. It's nineteen thirty eight, Andy. It's not the middle yeah. of slavery. It's he's not ne- he's never seen a black man before in Paris, Michigan. Right. He's, never, he's never. He he shaped it in his mind fifty years later into something else. All right, not me convincing. Neither the 
me neither the dirty mystery podcast uh reflect the views of andy uh, <laughs> it's just weird like that that would be that would creep the shit out of me if you saw like just a huge like dog just come walking up to you stand up and then just stare at you and smile at you yeah that would be pretty scary like yeah it would be terrifying um all right so now we can go on to our next uh our next encounter so our next encounter is of a 13 year old girl um the girl courtney was sneaking a smoke behind her family's house uh near reed michigan you know reed okay. St. michigan it was ne- the winter of 1993 so again this isn't on the 7th which is a little weird but it's like it did say that there was a lot of like witnesses that did happen between those years. Um, she noticed a glint of light coming through the planks of an abandoned barn. After watching for a few minutes, she realized six, a six foot tall creature with the head of a dog was staring at her. She ran away, but then later she spoke with a neighbor who claimed to have seen a Buffalo sized dog in the same barn corroborated witnesses so yeah that's two witnesses now now we're it's going a little wild now it's getting a little crazy so the next encounter that we're going to talk about is going to be um the this is from reddit um and what we will learn here is that the michigan dog man doesn't only exist in michigan this could be like yeah it there's like multiple other witnesses outside of Michigan, like in other countries even. So this one's by uh, you slash uh, Ocean Girl. Or getting into into Reddit. This is Reddit. Yep. Oh, this baby. is account user is named Ocean Girl. Okay. Uh, she says there there has been encounters all over the U.S. and world. One such encounter was from a woman in Brazil, according to the civil police. Kelly Martins Becker claims to have been attacked on the night of January 28th by an animal like a large dog, which rests on its hind legs and walked as if it were a man. She even made a draft to describe the the creature. Mm -hmm. The attacker would have scratched the victim's face and arms. The police reported that Kelly was subjected to a criminal test or crime test in which the abrasions were found. Police say they will investigate whether someone is wearing a werewolf costume to scare the population. No suspects were detained until Friday morning. Cross-country other cases like that of Sao Sepe have been recorded. In the rural areas of Tawa, I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names, but this is Brazil, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Sao Paulo. Uh, <laughs> Sao Paulo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this this is a rural area in Tawa. Okay. Um, the residents approached the police in t- July of 2008, frightened by the appearance of an individual, half man and half wolf, who was stealing sheep and breaking into homes. <laughs> At the time, the civil police investigated the case, suspecting a gang that was wearing costumes to scare the residents and commit crimes, which is just a wild. Could you imagine if like you walk up to the police chief, right? And you're like, we keep getting these reports, sir. What what are we going to do? And then he goes, I think we got to go investigate all the gangs because they're, they're stealing with werewolf costumes on. Yeah. (laughs) So they, they dubbed the case. So they actually put in a name of the case. Um, the case was called the Midnight Mystery. Uh, okay. Came to be treated with humor in the city, so a lot of people thought it was funny. Uh, in April of 2008, though, some residents of Santa- Santana do Livramento also went through moments of terror with attacks by what they call Homema de Capa Preta, which mm-hmm. I didn't do a translation. Andy, if you want to search up a translation of that, I do not want can. to search up a translation of that. Okay, we'll just, I think it's just what they call the dog man in Brazil. Okay. Uh, without getting any concrete about the figure's appearance, the police viewed the records as folklore. 
So they just stopped investigating him after that. They didn't, they couldn't find anything. So they were just like, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> and nothing, nothing ever was seen again. No, there's nothing that came of it. Like, um, at least of so far as I could tell, because I couldn't really get into the actual article because the article was all in Spanish. And sadly, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> so I was just able to get what the Reddit user had basically posted about this. And that was about it. All I got to gleam off of this encounter. Okay. Um, so to me, that sounds like somebody was dressing up as a wolf and then other people got scared and then started seeing seeing quote unquote the Brazilian dog man. Well like even so though, like think about that. Like you come up to your gang leader and you're like, Hey, what's up? Like, I got a plan. And he's like, Yeah, what's up? And he goes, Listen, I was recently in a state in the United States called Michigan and they had this wild story about this creature. We should definitely copy that. Yeah <laughs> Like it sounds insane. <laughs> like I don't know. I it almost I it's hard because it's like what do you do? Because like you know what? There's physical evidence that it happened. Like it's not like there's no physical evidence whatsoever. Like the lady had scratches and stuff all over her. So you think those were real scratches? Oh, I think they were. I mean, they went through a crime test. They went. The police actually tested the scratches to make sure that they were real and stuff. I don't know how a crime test goes. Anyone who's a police could tell us. Um, we need to get audience. a police on here. <laughs> we need to get a police on here about the crime tests with the yeah. Michigan dog man in Brazil. <laughs> Maybe that's just it. Maybe he gets sick of the cold in Michigan and he just decides to go down south whenever the cold hits. <laughs> yeah, it's a summer summer home down there. <laughs> you got any more encounters for me, Ben? I'm still not yeah, quite yeah. convinced. We got two more. Okay. So we're we're going deep in these encounters. So our <laughs> next story is from Sneeves0426 okay. on Reddit. So he says, so to begin, this story happened back in 2018. It arrived in this small rural town near Cape May, New Jersey. The company I was working for at the time was sending me out to go door to door advertising cable and Wi-Fi that they wanted to, me to sell. Uh, I was getting weird vibes all throughout the day. The town itself was very small and a bit creepy mm. with people staring at me or giving me the cold shoulder for the entire day, which like to stop for a second. Yeah. Everybody in the United States gives any sort of a door to door salesman a cold shoulder. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, Isn't it like a meme to like make fun of Mormons and, and Latter day Saints yeah. that come to your door, like sort of prank them? Yeah, well, and, like, I don't think I've ever had somebody come up to my door and try to sell something. So, like, I think a lot of these people are just like, uh, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, 2018. It's not, like, 1998. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it's wild. That's, like, a wild thing to do. And in New Jersey, of all places. Like I guess I don't I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I I I've been to New Jersey once, and it doesn't seem like a place where you'd want to do that. <laughs> no, you don't trust those people. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't trust them. Like love to the New Jersey viewers here, <laughs> if we have any. Um, yeah. But I just I feel like it's just a dumb thing anywhere. Like if if you did that in like Michigan, like in Detroit or something like that, you get shot. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I mean, like dude stop <laughs> well, so, no i had a door-to-door salesman come to my grandma's house one time that was the first time i ever saw it he's trying to sell like really yeah he was trying to sell like like vacuum cleaner shit like what are you what are you doing here i feel like they're only just trying to take advantage of like old people yeah because like, that's the people who who don't have internet you know yeah um but to continue so he was getting a bit like, you know, he was getting the cold shoulder the entire day. Uh, and he goes, it seemed like a lot of the townsfolk that I encountered that day were on edge as if like a weird tense atmosphere was around. But he shrugged it off and he says, as people are weird all the time, I continue to do my job chugging a Red Bull to keep me going, mm-hmm. which didn't really affect him that at all. 
which he says surprisingly. Um, <laughs> besides the weird atmosphere, the scenery was quite pretty. Once you got off the main road, uh, he said I had to stop at different streets and somewhere in the woods on long and seemingly beautiful endless roads. It was quite scenic. Just before sunset, I was scheduled to visit a few houses on a small peninsula. To get this, to get to this peninsula, you had to go down a very long road, past a summer camp area, past a trailer park, and past the woods. Um, and then you would finally find yourself in a small opening area with a bay marsh, a couple small expensive houses, and shore access. The houses were so close to water, it seemed to be a code violation. Which, you know, I'm betting that they probably weren't that close when he initially came. But then, you know, things sank. Mm -hmm. But um, he goes, but I'm sure they were built to withstand storms since they look so expensive. Uh, Every house had its own theme. The area was mostly deserted. Only one house had someone inside of it whom I talked to after knocking on his door. I was so distracted looking at the houses and scenery that I didn't notice how fast the sunset was approaching. I came to the realization that I should start heading back to avoid being alone on that long deserted pathway in the woods as a smaller female, which even a smaller, like, okay, she, like, she was a smaller female, but like, even as me, like, I'm a pretty big guy, like a decently good sized guy. Oh yeah. I would not go into a path at nighttime. That's like a long, like wooded path. Like that just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, I've lived to woods like all my life, and I thought I thought she was coming up with her car, but no, she wasn't coming up with her car. Like she was walking, which is even more wild. Stupid. Um, See, this is why I have the soundboard. I go stupid. Anyways, so she goes. I came to realization that I should start heading back to avoid being alone on that long deserted pathway. Um, she goes, I'm never comfortable after dark in the isolated places, especially without cell service. I was making my way down the path so far so good as it wasn't completely dark yet. As I approached the wooded area of the road, I was walking a bit faster since there was no street lights and the sunlight was rapidly disappearing. As I walked at a decently fast pace, I noticed something. The woods were eerily quiet. All the life that I was hearing before was gone. No crickets, no birds, just pure silence. I stopped in my tracks and got chills down my spine as I felt the feeling that I was being watched. I looked around the dark woods for any sudden movements and then like clockwork, something up ahead made its way out of the tree line. It looked like some sort of large animal. My brain went into overdrive. Analyzing what the animal was. Was it a bear? A dog? No. It looked like a large dog, but dogs don't get this big. Though I was intimidated by its large size, whatever it was, had it noticed me. Even though I was scared, I also didn't want to walk back and go into the one man's house. As a woman, I'd rather take my chances with a wild animal than be alone with a man. I don't know. In a deserted holiday neighborhood. Suddenly. As I was thinking this, the large animal in the distance had finally noticed my presence. It was observing me, not entirely sure of what it to do with me. There wasn't enough light anymore for me to see the animal's face, but I felt unusually unsh- frightened. Whatever I was looking at was definitely too big to be a black bear, with a shoulder height of at least five feet on all fours, which is comparable to the size of a brown bear. The mass on this creature was extensive, as its outline of what I could see looked like a wolf on steroids. Mm. I also noticed that the outline of its face was very similar to that of a German shepherd or a wolf. As it perked ears and long snout, in the heat of the moment, I could only hear my heart palpitating as fear and adrenaline started to crawl its way into my bloodstream. It felt as if time stood still. And then it dawned on me. What I was looking at wasn't a normal animal. And what it, and it was simply too big to be any animal that I could recognize from New Jersey's catalog of fauna. 
and if it wanted to attack me, I would be powerless against it. It was simply too big, though to calm myself down, I threw the idea that this creature was out of the ordinary was out of the ordinary because I felt like this could be rationalized somehow. I made my brain go back to the idea of this maybe being a large dog or a coyote. I also did not believe in cryptids and was completely unaware of what size the of what size coyotes are supposed to be. So I quick I made a quick decision, realized that this could be this could very well be a life or death situation. I concluded that this very large dog-like creature was probably a skittish coyote that I could scare off, at least temporarily, to calm down my nerves. Which, like, even if you didn't see a coyote, right? Like, even if you didn't know what a coyote looked like. If I saw something that looked like a wolf on steroids, I would not go like, ah, yes, scare off. Yeah, absolutely but, not. So then she goes on to say, what other choice did I have? The longer I kept standing there, the more aggressive uh, I might come across to the animal. And I didn't want to get territorial or get the idea that I was easy prey. So I decided I would make the most hideous, loud, confusing, and startling scream slash howl I could muster and just sprint the rest of the way. After I screeched this hideous sound out of my body, as hard as I could, the animal quickly changed its body language to defensive, but then it quickly changed its mind to deciding I wasn't worth the fight as it ran a decent distance into the woods. Not far, not too far, though. Um, I decided to sprint as fast as I could past the area and beyond. I sprinted until I reached the end of the road and noticed that there was a summer camp with streetlights near me. I rested on top of the table there, out of breath, feeling my heart pounding out of my chest. However, I was still very shaken and still felt like I was being watched. I kept my eyes on the tree line. My eyes were darting around. I was looking for any sign of an animal still there. Once I felt like the coast was clear, I noticed the next house was I was scheduled to visit. So I quickly made my way over there. I met a nice family who ended up buying cable from me, and I told them what happened to me that night, how I was treated by the locals. The lady of the family, who I presumed was the mother, said, I don't want, I don't know why they send you out here alone. These woods are dangerous after dark, and there are creepy people who live around here. The impression she was giving me was that there were animal encounters she couldn't explain, and that there was a lot of ex-convicts in this area. Uh, which is like, also you gotta think is wild too. Like, she's just like, oh yeah, this is like a dangerous part of the area, and like there's ex-convicts that just live out here. Right. Like, oh great, no one told me that at the work meeting, right? <laughs> she probably wouldn't have taken the job if they had told her. No, probably not. I wouldn't. Sure as hell, that would be terrifying. No uh, so going back, uh, she goes, she was equally concerned about the people as she was the animals around the place. This gave me goosebumps. How many times today could my life have been taken? They were extremely concerned for my safety and told me to contact my team leader so I could get picked up. They said they didn't want me going outside again and that I should call it quits for the night and not make it to any other house houses till this day i still have no idea what the creature i had countered was there's a strange thing in those woods some people don't speak about it or cover it up i felt like the townsfolk of the town knew that there was something weird in this town so the weird creature that i encountered in the forest let's never meet again that is wild and then after that we also, I also learned that there has been multiple sightings across the Oregon coast about this as well, which is, so it's like this thing makes it across the entire United States. It's like, it started on the east side and now it's all the way over to the west side. So it just roams everywhere. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Like, it makes you think maybe this isn't like a dog. I don't know. 
because I also know that there's other ones like the Brary Road Monster, which is the same thing. It's like a it's a large werewolf. So you think it's just one creature and it just keeps going everywhere, or are there multiple? Well, there's we'll we'll get to that because there is multiple theories about this creature and like people believing that whether or not it be a multiple or uh, singular. Okay. We're gonna go on to our last story. This is our last ever story. Our final story is by River Hine. Him. So, um, she or he or she goes. I've never heard of this sort of thing, but only briefly. I have never really thought much of it, nor have I ever done any reasonable research into this. Between here and r slash humanoid encounters. I figured this might be a good place to start. This is a really odd story of how I came to see a literal dog man last night at mm-hmm. around midnight. I live not I live in a neighborhood by the way. But we are on the edge of a large forest behind our house. So not completely rural. Funny part of the story, so I set a live trap for a mouse last night. It triggered at midnight and the loud pop of the door woke me up. I decided I didn't want to just leave it in the cage all night, long waiting for the morning. I could hear him trying to chew through the wires and I didn't want him to torture himself or get hurt attempting to get out. So I decided I'd just take him outside immediately. Instead of releasing the mice in the yard of my house, I always go about three miles into the forested area. I'm not cruel enough to release him by anyone else's house, thus causing them a mouse problem. Irrelevant info. I know anyway. Um, before I even got in my car to transport this little mouse, my stomach began to hurt like it never before. It was a horrible, foreboding feeling that was almost telling me that something was going to go wrong. Mm. I essentially never had stomach problems like this. It's exceedingly rare. I just don't get stomach breaks, but this painful, this was painful on the scale that was so strange. It kept, I kept getting this deep sense of something being wrong. I got into the car with a little cage going down the street. It was literally one block away from my home that I instantly slowed on my brakes because of something enormous on the side of the road. At first I thought, well, That's got to be the tallest dog I've ever seen. Its silhouette was blacker than night. As I slowed my car from maybe 20 miles to 10 miles, it suddenly came out into the streetlight and walked across the road in front of my car. It wasn't running, um, but I wasn't going slow either. I suddenly realized it was no ordinary dog, but I knew it wasn't a bear either because it didn't have much of a belly. This was a three or four times the size of a wolf. So I can confirm it was not a wolf. Um, What I saw looked like a humanoid literally hunched on all fours, back erect in a hunch, moving with a pace across the road. The head was distinctively wolf-like and enormous. The being had jet black fur, as black as hair can get. The legs were lanky, and my brain literally froze. Instantly, I began to try to rationalize it, but it was fairly impossible to rationalize. What I had just seen was the closest thing I can compare to this was the werewolf from Harry Potter the Professor Lupin turns into. Linked there, all I could think of is how do they know? There is literally, there is nearly identical to what this thing looked like as it hunched over and walked on all fours it's horrifying it was literally quite accurate to looking like the exact cgi rendering on all fours it was on its backside for about was probably about four to four and a half feet in height so clearly someone in the harry potter team is the dog man yeah the you're resting your case there resting my case right there okay the uh someone in the harry potter design team for the movies is just the the michigan dog man that's the most plausible thing i've heard so far (laughs) really Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, 
That's funny. Um, the head higher, easily reaching about five feet. Again, there's no way that this is a bear or anything, any other regular beast that we are familiar with as humans. There was nothing familiar about it. To anyone who might say, maybe it was just a really large dog that was sick and hunched. Definitely no. It was bigger than the largest dog breeds I've ever seen. To be over four feet in height, at the back, not the head, while hunched over, definitely not a dog, a regular dog. Impossible to be a bear as none of, as none are this skinny. The humanoid aspect of it could not be denied. You could tell me that if it wanted to, it could have easily stood up on two legs. What's more insane is that I could feel its energy. The energy was dark, oppressive, and it really just had a sense of danger that swept over her. It had a very otherworldly energy about it. To continue, I slowly continued driving and quickly stared over to the left side of the road as I was passing to see where it had gone. It was able to see I was able to see its silhouette by the bush looking back at me watching me pass. I didn't want to stop. It was I was scared. I went on with my mission to release the mouse, but I can tell you this, when I got home, I ran into my garage and shut the garage door as quickly as possible. I was panicked, truly terrified. When you know what you saw, you know what you saw. That's what they always say. I always knew my mind didn't just fill in the blanks or hallucinate this. Last night, I looked up stories of the dogman, only to find people's descriptions slash drawings were fairly identical to what I had witnessed. What are the odds of that? Now I'm convinced it is real. I know I never thought in my wildest dreams I would see anything like this. Does someone know how common Oregon sightings are? And has anyone ever heard Oregon coast sightings? I'm also curious if anyone has ever heard of literally getting sick to your stomach or not feeling well before an encounter. Thanks. So then she makes like two other edits to this. Okay. So she goes, her first edit, it goes, I do have house security cameras, but they are all out of batteries. I'm going to get them set back up today and make sure they record at nighttime from here forward. Um, and then she has another edit that just says just some new information, but I did notice that the yellow jackets and wasps are, are just dropping out of the sky around my home. It seems, it seems odd. I've seen them. I've seen three now since this happened. Could there be something sort of frequency shift as someone, some have suggested? So this, this lady just has all sorts of weird crap going around on her house. Like mm-hmm. it's in. This is crazy. Yeah. Like wasps falling out of the sky, massive dog man on the side of the road. He's, did you find like anybody else talking about their stomachs hurting before seeing a dog man sighting? No. See, I I did some research and I haven't found many other ones about that. So that's that's a weird one. I think she just has a haunted land. I think she's just living on desecrated land. You think like a like an Indian burial ground or something? Or <laughs> yeah, literally living on an Indian burial ground or something like okay. that. But that would be more in a skinwalker territory, which we will we will get into Ooh, that sneak peek to episode two. No, that's not next episode. Next episode is more weird crap about Michigan, but some <laughs> smaller mysteries that I can't really make into full episodes because they're not really that intensive. Okay. So. Now we're going to go on some of the theories about this creature. So some of the theories are that it's a prehistoric wolf called an Amorak, which is just a giant wolf, basically. Um, There's also beliefs that it could just be another animal with a growth abnormality. Um, And then there's also just a belief that is just real and that we just haven't discovered this type of uh, creature yet. And we don't, you know, like technically the platypus was a cryptid. So really? was the giraffe. Yeah, the giraffe was also a cryptid before we <laughs> discovered it. That's pretty funny, actually. That's all I have for this episode. So, Andy, what do you think about the Michigan Dogman? Um, 
Well, from what I can tell, it doesn't really seem all that Michigan exclusive. I don't know why Michigan has to take ownership of the dog, man. It seems like he's everywhere. I don't know either. Um, what else do I think? I don't know. I, it seems like the sightings aren't enough of a convinced, like it's not convincing enough to me. Like I'd have to literally see a video or a picture. And even then it had, there'd have to be proof that that wasn't doctored. Um, yeah. It's like after this woman set up her cameras, is it like the Michigan dog man is so smart? Well, the, the Oregon dog man, I guess. Michigan, so, Oregon, whatever yeah, it is. The dog man is so smart that it can avoid cameras or like, is this just like a Jeffrey Epstein thing where it's like, oh, my cameras were, my cameras were down. My cameras like, were down. Yeah. And, and I then, just died. Yeah. It's like, oh, and this thing happened. It's like, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. No, it's not convincing enough to me. The evidence brought forward. It's not I convincing feel, enough to me. Yeah. See, I want to believe in this. Like, I, I, I really want to believe in this. This seems such a, like a cool, creepy creature. But I do not believe that it's Michigan-centric if it is real. Okay. Because... I don't know. I don't think there's like, there's not, it's not unbelievable to think that there is a creature that size that can live in the forests of America. You know, like we have so much forests in America. It's massive. Mm-hmm. So like it could support a creature like that easily. It seems wild. I would understand if it was like a massive wolf or something, but I don't know about a half human, half wolf. Yeah, yeah, it seems like people are just assuming that it's half human, half wolf, and not just like some unique creature in itself, which makes me yeah. makes me feel like it's yeah, it's just some sort of imaginary Harry Potter creature. Imaginary Harry Potter creature. Yeah. Um so that's all I got for this episode. Um so now we are gonna go on to our final portion of the episode, which we call the dirty meter. <laughs> I kinda already gave my dirty meter assessment. That's the well, like we haven't say... given the one out of ten, though, yet. Uh, okay. So, for every mystery that me and Andy do, uh, we are going to do a dirty meter rating of every single mystery of how we think it is, quote-unquote, dirty or not. Um, and that's basically our rating of, like, whether or not we think the mystery is interesting, it's, like, cool, or if it's just kind of boring and, like, it's just yeah. a fake. Uh, so... We go from a scale of 1 to 10, uh, 10 being the dirtiest, which means that the mystery we think is really interesting, and 1 being a very, very clean, straight-cut mystery. Which yeah, missionary. It's <laughs> missionary, yes, which is very boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Andy, what would you give this mystery? Um, well, because... Of its a uh, almost ubiquity throughout the U.S. and South America, apparently, and um, fact that the sightings are just oh my gosh I got scared because he was there, and oh I got scratched. This one's getting a solid three for me on the dirty meter. Really? Um, yeah, I do. The only reason it's getting any points is because it's Michigan related, allegedly. Oh. Um, See, otherwise. I- I give it a basically a one or zero. Yeah, I see. I give it. I I think I give it a solid five. Okay. I I think it's decent because it's like it's an interesting story. There's like we have a place where it started. There's rules about when it's supposed to show, but also the reason why I'm giving it a five is because it doesn't follow those rules. Mm. Like all of our stories that came from were all from like 98 or 2018 or like you know it was eights it wasn't sevens they should just change it to eights Mm. but i'm betting also though i didn't do too much insane research into this so maybe there is some stories about the eight sevens that i just missed but you know i can't go and you can't expect me to go and comb the entire internet for (laughs) dog man no because you lose your mind I would lose my mind and it would take me about seven years because um, there is so much stuff about this creature. But yeah, yeah that is our uh, that's the end of episode one for the Dirty Mysteries podcast. Um, just a quick note at the end. Um, if 
like I said, if you want to support me or Andy with this podcast, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash dirty mysteries. Uh, we also have a subreddit as well. If you want to uh, suggest any weird mysteries that you know, or talk about some stories, if you want to tell us our true stories about weird stuff that's going on, we may have some episodes in the future that we can go into our subreddit and read listener stories. Um, um, also, if you want to check out the work cited or you want to check out any of the articles I looked at this, we'll have them in the description below. Um, so, yeah, we are also planning on this podcast will basically be every other week. We will have a large episode like this like a dogman or a government episode. And then we will also have in between those, we'll have little like 30 to 10 minute podcast, short episodes every week that we don't have a large episode where we'll just talk about what's going on in the world updates in our normal, like episodes that have happened before. Cause we may get into some true crime episodes too about weird, mysterious, mysterious, like true crimes and stuff like that, or crazy stuff that goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it's going to look like in the future. So, yeah. Uh, I believe that is it. Andy, do you have any words to say for, before we end and sign off? But also, yeah, thank you for anybody who's actually listening. Um, yes. Thank you very much for people who are listening to this podcast. We appreciate all of you. Yeah. And it, yeah. For real. If you have any suggestions or sightings or some crazy that happened, send like send video, send it in the, send it in the Reddit. I'm actually interested. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I added this, uh, in our, our podcasts, our actual subreddits name is dirty mysteries pod r slash dirty mysteries pod. Um, you should be able to find it there. Um, so yeah. Um, well, Andy, do you want to sign us off? All right. God bless and stay dirty. All right. Bye.